I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode three of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I am your host, Josh Applebaum. I tell you what, guys, I am still dripping from the sweat last night. Uh, The drip was intense. I got down on two games. Uh, I got down on WNBA. I sweat my over. Sun Mystics had a great system here on overs in the WNBA playoffs. And wouldn't you know it, it was uh, a sweatless victory. The Sun won 99-87. You had a total of 186 points scored, and I loved after the podcast we saw that line rise 170 to 172. So that was a nice hit. It's always nice if you can get a, a sweatless over with a good system there. But I'm bearing the lead. How about some Major League Baseball playoffs? Isn't it great to have the MLB playoffs back? And I tell you what, guys, when I am deep in the grind of MLB betting during the regular season, I am beaten down, broken down. It's just every single day. There's ups, there's downs. But I get that itch in the postseason, and there is... Not too much more, uh, not not much better than sweating an MLB postseason game. I got the thrill back last night. It's funny, my dad grew up in Washington, D.C., a Senators fan, um, and he uh, we were, were texting back and forth, but I told him, you got you to gotta bet on uh, the Nats last night. It was a tough one because, you know, the contrarian play was the Brewers, so my... Uh, my, my head, my, my heart were with the Brewers, but I ended up going with the Nats because I had a really good system on favorites in game one of the play uh, the play-in game. And that was just a crazy spot there because you had Milwaukee race out to a 3 nothing lead. Turner 
hits the homer, makes it 3-1, to one, and then bottom of the eighth, they bring in Josh Hader, the flamethrower, and Hader uh, gave up a bunch of walks, hit batsmen, Soto ropes one down the right field line, the right fielder, Trent Grisham, makes an error, the Nats come back, 4-3 three, uh, three win, so a huge hit for public betters, it was a, not a straight public play on Washington, you'd have some sharps there, you saw that line rise, but the Milwaukee uh, Brewers backers, my condolences, because... Uh, Contrarians, you know I'm with you guys. I only go favorites if I have a super good system that that I, I really put a lot of faith into, um, based on the data. But that was almost a huge plus 160 hit. So if you're on the Brewers last night, again, my condolences. Great spot there though was the under. The under was a huge hit. We talk about reverse line movement, public betting on the over. We saw the line fall from eight down to seven and a half. End up uh, four three games, seven runs scored. So nice hit for the sharps with that under. But uh, let's talk about today, guys. The past is the past. We're here to make money. Thank you for tuning in uh, to episode three. We got a lot to get to today. I'm excited to talk about uh, tonight's game, the Tampa Bay Rays against the Oakland Athletics. I'm also excited to hit on a bunch of college football sharp spots that I want to share with you guys. I'm seeing a lot of value on the board for this upcoming week. I also want to mention we do have the Point Spread Weekly magazine out today. I love being a part of it. I have an article on how to bet. Uh, and attack the MLB postseason playoffs. So this is now out. You can go to vison.com slash subscribe. It's only $9.99. It's 99 pages. It's just such a great group of uh, sharp VEASAN writers and reporters and wise guys talking about tips, strategies, and it's a huge help. It'll make your capping so much easier, and it's all in one place. And I, the way I see it, if it helps you win one $10 bet, you know, you've broken even. I know, you're, you're, I know uh, our VEASAN viewers and listeners, your sample size, your unit size is much bigger than that. But seriously, the, the cost-benefit, uh, it's only $9.99, makes a huge difference. Also want to remind you guys, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Every single day you get that, it's totally free. You'll get my daily insights along with all the happenings, promos, uh, everything going on at VEASAN. So you can sign up, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at VEASAN Live. You can find me at Josh underscore Insights. So, let's get after it. we got a big game tonight. We were talking about yesterday, uh, MLB postseason playoffs, how to attack the playoffs. And I think one thing you always want to keep in mind here for the postseason is that this is really a great spot to go contrarian and a, and a great spot to back a lot of dogs. Uh, and the reason for that is underdogs bark much louder in the postseason. I was doing some research, thanks to our friends at BetLab Sports. Uh, this is going to be, this is, gonna, this is crazy, it's going to blow your mind. So since 2005, MLB dogs... In the regular season, they've won 15,458 games. They've lost 20,950 games. That's a 42.5% win rate. However, in the postseason, they're 210 and 259. The win rate jumps to 44.8%. So you're looking at dogs barking at a 2.1% increase. You know, they go from around 42% to around almost 45%. So that's a huge hit. You know, you might think, oh, 2%, that's nothing. But that is, a, that is a huge discrepancy there. So I think the reason for that is obviously, you know, these teams are uh, more evenly matched, and if you made the playoffs, you're a good team to begin with, and you're getting these plus money spots. So again, back you know backdrop of betting playoffs, dogs have a lot of value. The other thing, <clears throat> the zigzag theory, talked about this yesterday, but it's great to back teams off a win. The public says in the playoffs, you're a good team, you lose. A, fa- a dog won, they got lucky, so this means the favorite has to bounce back and win, but it's actually a really profitable spot to back these these dogs off a win. So dogs off a win, uh, you're looking at around a 48%, uh, or actually a 51% rate, 
around 7 units one. Dogs off a loss are 48% mi- minus 17 units. So we're still, we got to get into the actual playoff series for that, but we're going to we're gonna hit on that. The other one I didn't mention that I want to hit on is dogs with high totals. See a huge difference here. If you look at dogs in the postseason, when the total is 8.5 or higher, 48.3% plus 20 units. Dogs in the postseason with a total of 8 or lower, dogs are 42%. They've lost 10 units. So again, those high totals benefit the dogs because the more variance, the more expected uh, you know, runs to be scored leads to crazier things, levels the playing field, makes it more likely that you see an upset in a high-scoring game than a low-scoring game. And then we talk about totals. This is really important, but when you're on the number 8, that's kind of the you know draw line in the sand. When the total is 8 or higher, the under has been a winning bet, 56%, plus 17 units since 2005. When the total is 7F or lower, the over has some value. Now, I it's 54% plus 13 units. I think the biggest mistake when I first started betting is, you know, the worst thing you can do is if you see a high total, you say it's got to go under. If you see a low total, you say it's got to go over. You never want to approach betting that way. The books know that that's a public way of thinking. And really, you want to take every single total that you're presented with on its own. It's just weird that in the postseason, in the playoffs, you really do see a, a big, you know, a big line in the sand there when the total is eight or higher or seven after less. So I would take that with a grain of salt, still cap your games the same way you always do, break down the pitching matchups, uh, head-to-head matchups, batter versus hitter, look at bullpens, that's huge. Also look at you're betting a total, is the wind blowing out? Love betting a total, love betting an over when the wind's blowing out. Um, what do you have for an umpire? You know, umpires are humans in the end. They have tendencies to home teams. You know, they want they want the crowd to be on their side. They don't want to piss off the crowd. They also uh, have tendencies to road teams like Joe West, Cowboy Joe West. He's a big road guy because he wants to stick it to the home crowd. You want to appear unbiased. But it's really with, with totals because different umpires have different strike zones. You know, I think at some point we're probably going to get robotic umpires, which is crazy to say. But for now, we're still using humans the old-fashioned way, and they make mistakes. Some umpires have big strike zones, high strike zones. If you have a big strike zone, that means more balls in play, more strikeouts, benefits and under. You have a tight strike zone, that means more walks, more base runners. Um, so it benefits uh, the over there. So these are just things to keep in mind. Um, we do have, uh, I do want to, before we get to this matchup here, uh, big game, and I'm, I'm super excited to talk about the Rays because I see a lot of value on the Rays tonight. And we're actually seeing a ton of sharp action on the under as well. But, have you guys been following this? Uh, Mattress Mac. If you've been on Twitter, you've been hearing a lot about this. But Jim Mackingvale, he's the owner of the Gallery Furniture in Houston. You've seen it all across social media. But Mattress Mac, he bet three three and a half million dollars on the Astros at plus two twenty to win the World Series. It would net him a little under eight million. He bet this at the DraftKings Scarlet Pearl in Biloxi, Mississippi. He also bet two hundred k on the Astros at plus two fifty at the South Point. And he's, he's making a smart play. He's, he's uh, limiting his exposure. He has this promo where he's going to give away free mattresses if the Astros win it all. So he's kind of uh, you know limiting exposure, trying to limit his risk. And this actually happened in 2017. He got cleaned out when he did the same promo. So shout out to DraftKings for accepting a big bet there. Obviously, it's, it's a good promotion, but um, you know the way to promote your book. Again, we talked about this all the time, but uh, sportsbooks, accept sharp bettors. Sharp or not, big wagers, it's the way to go because you don't want to alienate members, you don't want bad publicity, and really the sharps are key because uh, you get some great intel as a book knowing where the, the liability is because as a book, you always want to be on that, that sharp side as well so you can take a stand there. But let's get into it. We do have uh, World Series updated odds from the South Point. So if you're looking at the World Series odds, and we did have the Brewers eliminated last night 
Astros plus 150 to win it all. Dodgers plus 260. Yankees plus 550. Braves plus 1,000. Cardinals plus 1,500. Twins plus 1,500. Nats plus 2,200. A's plus 2,200. And the Rays plus 3,500. To win the AL pennant, Astros big favorite minus 150. Yankees plus 250. Twins plus 600. Oakland plus 1,000. Tampa plus 1,200. And in the NL, Dodgers a big minus 180 favorite. Cards plus 500. Braves and Nats tied at 600. So, let's start talking about the game tonight, guys. And are you with me? Do you love sweating? MLB playoffs? I just see a massive difference in my attention span and just my excitement level when it comes to postseason baseball against uh, against regular season baseball. But we have the American League play-in game, wild card game, Tampa Bay Rays going against the Oakland Athletics. You're seeing a really, really sharp spot here on the Tampa Bay Rays. So this line opened with Oakland listed as a kind of moderate, kind of short, minus 137 favorite. And bets are split down the middle. It was actually more lopsided toward Oakland. But you've seen this line fall to minus 124, minus 125, around there. So right off the bat, you can look at it one of two ways. One, you do have some reverse line movement here where the public is on Oakland. Again, public loves betting these favorites. This is the best part about betting uh, postseason baseball because this influx of recreational bettors comes in, haven't bet all year, and they're going to hammer these popular teams, these favorites, these home teams. So you have a good spot here where public is a little bit on Oakland. I wish it was more lopsided, but still still a public play Oakland, yet the line fell from Oakland minus 137 to Oakland minus 125. You might think, oh, 10 cents, that's not a huge move, but that's pretty big because a line should not you know, move away from the popular side toward the popular side. Nine times out of 10, the line's going to be adjusted to the popular side. That's the way the books limit their risk. They make that popular side, those bettors pay a better number. And also trying to entice betting on the other side to try to limit their liability, balance their action. But again, books will take a side. They're not always trying to balance the action. They'll take a side if they know that's the sharp side. But anytime you see that line move away from the popular side toward the unpopular side, it's called reverse line movement. You're going to hear me say a lot about reverse line movement. It's my favorite way of identifying sharp action. So if the public's on Oakland, why would the number on Oakland you know, get cheaper? It's because sharps have been hitting the Tampa Bay Rays. So Rays in a super super uh, sharp spot here. They went from plus 126 down to plus 115. So that is a, a good situation there to buy low and back the Rays. Also, when you take a look at just matchups and you know different different situations here to, to take advantage of, the couple things that I like. So in terms of the pitching matchup, you have Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton has been great, kind of a renaissance as a you know veteran guy, but a great signing by the Rays. He was 16-6 and six this year, 3.05 ERA. He's going up against Sean Manaya, who came back from shoulder surgery. He's actually been fantastic, 4-0, 1.21. Uh, young lefty coming off an injury, but play, but you know pitching really well. He's made, I think, five starts in September. But when you take a look at this, you know one thing I always like to look at, uh, runs scored, runs against, You know that, that's always uh, something that, that you want to take a look at. Tampa uh, was plus 113 runs scored versus runs runs against, so they're differential. Oakland had a good year. They're plus 165. The other thing, Oakland was a really good home team, 52-29. and 29, That's the fourth best record in MLB after the Yankees, Astros, and Dodgers. But the Rays were really road warriors. Rays were 48-33 and 33 on the road, second best road record in baseball, and that is uh, trailing only the Twins. So you do have two pretty evenly matched teams. The fact that you have this reverse line movement towards Tampa tells me Tampa is the sharp play. That's the play the books are worried about. Uh, That's the play that's receiving that sharp 
reverse line movement. And the other thing I like about Tampa, underrated spot here, they hit lefties really well. The Rays are uh, batting as a team 272 against Southpaws. That's the best in baseball. They're going up against a lefty tonight. So the Rays, definitely a sharp play here. Also, the under is seeing a ton of smart money. The total opened at 8, and I was getting ready to do the podcast today. It was at 7.5. Boom, right before I hit record, saw it fall to 7. So you've seen Sharp action really, really hammer this under. Sharp's got down on the uh, under 8, some big, big steam across the market. They also hit the under 7.5. That second move is the move that really dropped that number down to 7. Now, if you had, again, this is all about not just picking the right side, but getting the right number. If you hit under 8, you ride that out. That is a real sharp spot. You got the best number. You're going to kill that closing line. Even if you got 7.5, you ride that out. At this point, at the 7, I would not go under 7. You know, that being said, it could be a 2 nothing game, and you say, why didn't I take it? But in terms of value, to me, if you still see Sharps hit a number, but yet you don't see it happen again at the next number, so like, they hit the eight, fell to seven and a half. Hit the seven and a half, fell to seven. You're now a full run off that opening sharp move, so you're really not getting close to that triggering number. In baseball, the hook is huge. You know, seven and a half and seven is a massive difference. Seven and a half that means just like last night, a four-three game under you cash. You know, four-three game you get the under seven, you push. So that's a critical spot there. You know, if anything, you know, the under is absolutely the play here. Uh, it is juiced to 7 over around minus 120, so you might as well wait it out. It might go back up to 7.5. But if you can get 7.5 or higher, 8 or higher, that is a real sharp play with uh, the under there. And uh, Tampa Bay, definitely the wise guy play. So Tampa in the under, both sharp spots tonight. And I can't wait to sweat that game. That's an 8.09 Pacific, uh, 809, East, 8.09 Eastern time game. And uh, it's, it's funny because whoever wins this game gets to play the Astros. And you know who Mattress Mac will be rooting for in that one. Uh, now let's flip over to college football. Who's ready to talk a little college football? I'm seeing a ton of, ton of just massive sharp action plays across the market. And I'm really excited to break down these games with you guys. So let's uh, let's waste no time. Let's get right into it. First one I want to talk about is Auburn against Florida. Huge SEC matchup down in the swamp. And you, this is right now your most heavily bet game of the weekend. So this game, uh, it's a little tough because, you know, on the surface, both teams are 5-0. and Both teams are ranked. Auburn is uh, ranked 7th overall. Florida is ranked 10th overall. Uh, Auburn also is 5-0 and against the spread. Florida is 2-2-1. This game opened with Auburn listed as a 2.5-point favorite. You have heavy, heavy betting on Auburn. They've just looked great. And you've seen this line. It's 2.5. It's got up to 3. It's come back down to 2.5. To me, this is all about the key number. So Auburn, you know, they do have value. And again, this is a conundrum because I'm a dog better. You know, I'm a contrarian better. Florida has a lot of contrarian value here as a conference SEC dog at home, only getting two out of ten bets. Kind of a line freeze. So that is, you can't argue with the value on Florida. Now, I'm, I'm making a stand here with Auburn because I have a really good system that I like. Two ranked teams going head-to-head. The favorites, five and three, 62%. We saw um, we saw Notre Dame cover this uh, the spread last time out against Virginia. This system is 55% historically since 2005. It's like that edge there on Auburn, and to me, it's about the key number. This is Auburn at minus two and a half. That way, a field goal, most common key number, margin of victory, you cover. If this line is at three, I'm going Florida. You know, three and a half, definitely going Florida. 
But to me, it's all about the key number. Again, Florida has great contrarian value, which I love. Lopsided, you know, huge public play Auburn. But I have good historical data on Auburn. I can get the 2.5. Uh, I did put a little down on Auburn at minus 2.5, so I'm digging that play. The other interesting interesting thing here is we have a contrarian over. Have you guys ever heard of this? It's a contrarian over. It's kind of a rare thing. The public always wants to bet overs. And the reason why is, you know, you're going to sit down and watch a game. You want to see a, a fun, fast-paced, high-scoring, entertaining game. You want to root for points. You want to see the ball move down the field. You don't want to root for long drives that stall. You don't want to root for missed field goals. You don't want to root for a boring, you know, 7-3 game. So the books know this. They'll set that line, shade it toward the over. That's why unders have a lot of value because you're getting better numbers. However, every once in a while, you see the public load up on an under. It's rare, but it happens. And that's what you're seeing here. Auburn and Florida have, you know, two really, really good offense. Uh, sorry, two really good defenses. You know, their offense isn't bad at all. They're averaging Auburn 38 points on offense, Florida 34 points on offense. But the defense and this is the way, another way you can bet against the public. I talk about this in, in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. But media hype, media bias, you know, ESPN all week, you're hearing about how great these defenses are. Auburn only allows 17 points a game. Florida only allows 8.8 points a game. That's crazy. So public sees that. They say, man, two insane defenses means it's got to go under. This total opened at 46.5. You have almost 7 out of 10 bets hitting the under. But yet the total has risen to 48.5. So right off the bat, that is some rare, rare contrarian overvalue, sharp reverse line movement. Think about it. Opens 46.5, public's on the under. Why would the books raise the total to make it easier for public bettors to cash their under when they're on the under to begin with? So this is a real sharp over, like this overplay. We're also going to talk about, uh, stay tuned, but betting overs in really hot games. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end the, the podcast with that. Got some good spots here to sweat an over when it's 85 degrees or higher, and when the line stays the same, it rises. So uh, contrarian value, Florida, but I do have some good stuff. Auburn, minus 2.5. If you like Florida, wait, get the 3, maybe 3.5 if you can get it. But no matter who you're on for the side, that total with the over, uh, really, really sharp spot. Next game, Iowa, Michigan. This is another interesting one, too. This is your second most heavily bet game of the weekend. Iowa's 4-0. They're ranked 14th overall. Michigan is 3-1. They're ranked 19th overall. This is a huge Big Ten showdown. It is a noon game, so it's going to get a lot of attention. It's going to be your biggest early game. One of your second biggest game overall. But if you take a look at this, this game opened at Michigan minus 5.5. Kind of a high line. Uh, the public and the Sharps are both on Iowa here. I think it's a misconception. You always think that, oh, public and Sharps, they're always on opposite sides. They're always you know, rooting for different sides of a game. But you actually do see time to time publics and sharps on the same side. It's not like it never happens. It does happen. It's not the majority of the time, but you do see it. And I think that's what you're seeing here. The sign opened at Michigan, five and a half. You have about two thirds of bets on Iowa, a little less than that. And yet the line has fallen uh, minus five and a half Michigan to minus three and a half. So you have a two point line move there toward Iowa. You also got to remember the books aren't moving these numbers based on the public. It's got to be insanely lopsided for them to adjust the line based on public betting. They're adjusting it based on sharp guys, wise guys. These are your pro bettors, have respect to the books, long track record of success. So based on that two-point move, Iowa, uh, good move toward Iowa. So ideally, you know, three and a half, you still get the hook. You're two points off the triggering number. You try to get four, four and a half even. 
If you got that early at five and a half or five, you are sharp as a tack. So Iowa in a good spot there. Also have a good system on short road dogs. If you look at short road dogs plus four or less, they're 54%. It's kind of a grinder system. It's a big sample size. Just got to grind it year in, year out each match. And 54%, not too bad at all. Remember, 52.38% or more. That's what you got to break. That's what you got to do uh, as a win rate to break even based on the juice. So 54%, that's a pretty good system with a big sample size. Now let's talk about some random games we're looking at. First one I see, Tulane Army. This one is crazy. Tulane, I was um, investigating them a little bit, and based on kind of the the way they opened the futures before the market was set to where they are now in terms of power rankings, they've made a huge leap. So Tulane, they're at Army. They open as a a 1.5-point favorite. Public is grabbing the points with Army, yet the line has moved to Tulane minus 3. Some books are at 3.5. So that is a sharp spot there with Tulane. That's a Tulane is three and one, three and one against the spread. They've been playing well. So Tulane, you know, offensive juggernaut. It's a good spot with Tulane. Ideally, you're at, you're at two and a half, but clear sharp play with Tulane. Texas, West Virginia. This is another sharp play here. Really good contrarian spot. Texas open as an eleven and a half point favorite at West Virginia. Texas, obviously, ranked team, big public team, Matthew McConaughey's team. Always love seeing him on the sidelines going nuts. All right, all right, all right. P.S. Days and Confused, one of my favorite movies of all time, just all-time legendary play. But you're seeing a sharp spot here, sharp line freeze, reverse line movement on West Virginia. Buy low on West Virginia. The public is heavy on Texas, almost 80% of bets. You've seen this line fall 11.5 down to 11. Some books are at 10.5, some books are even at 10. This is just a big reverse line move toward West Virginia plus the points. It's a Big 12 conference showdown, unranked first rank, conference dog. So West Virginia, seeing some good, sharp action um, toward the Mountaineers. So take me home. Country Roads, Illinois, Minnesota, another one that caught my eye. This is a big underspot. Two teams going head-to-head. This opened at 60, and it's down to 58. Some books are at 57.5. Public's a little bit on the over, so a reverse line move on the under. And this is a big weather play. It's really, really windy at T, uh, TCF Bank Stadium in Minnesota. You're looking at 13-mile-an-hour winds, game time, going all the way up to 15-mile-an-hour uh, winds toward later in the game, so 3.30 p.m. Eastern time game. Also, we're, we're going to talk about hot overs, but pretty good temperature football weather here if you're going to the game. Uh, 57 degrees. So for an under, that that's not bad at all. You know, hot hot weather is good for the over. Can't wait to talk about NFL because we have a good system when it's really cold, 30 degrees or less, freezing. Actually, the over does well. But these mid temperatures are are good spots, especially with the wind. Remember, windy games harder to throw the ball, move the chains. So it's uh, you're gonna run the ball, chew up the clock, miss field goals. That's a good spot. Uh, we're a little Minnesota, Illinois under. Let's keep cruising. Uh, another one I wanted to talk about, Oklahoma, Kansas. Anyone want to sweat Kansas? Disgusting play. Obviously, Oklahoma is just a complete powerhouse. They've been unstoppable. Their offense is ridiculous. Jalen Hurts is just great. Lincoln Riley, you, you know the deal. They seem to blow out everybody. But we've seen a big move here. Line falling to Kansas. This line opened at Oklahoma, 35-point road favorite. That's just insane. You never see that. And the line is now down to 33, 32-and-a-half. Some books are even at 31.5. So Kansas, some sharp action towards Kansas. Heavy, heavy spot. Oklahoma betting, 
Yet that line moved about 7 out of 10 bets, Oklahoma, but you saw that total fall. Another one, Penn State. Penn State opened as a 21, what was it? They opened at minus 24 and a half. And they're getting heavy, heavy betting. The line is now all the way up to 28, 27 and a half. So I actually kind of think there may be a buy low spot on Penn, on uh, Purdue here. Purdue, you're getting an inflated line. Public's moving that number. Purdue also has some big injuries. Uh, Elijah Sindelar, their quarterback. Rondell Moore, their wide receiver. Both best players are out. But you do have an inflated line, and you do have a situation where public is really down on the injuries with Purdue, and Penn State just blew out Maryland 59-0. So I'm not going to back Penn State, especially off a huge blowout like that. Remember, public betters are going to remember that and just automatically hammer Penn State. So I'm not going to – I'm definitely not going Penn State here, laying a huge number, inflated number, recency bias right after they blow someone out and just the public's high on them. They open this line knowing that. Public will hit Penn State. So I'm kind of intrigued by Purdue. Could be a layoff spot, but that's just an interesting inflated line to me that we're going to have to keep looking at throughout the uh, throughout the week. Keep cruising. Got a couple more. Um, let's see what we're looking at here. Air Force and Navy. Now, this is a system that I love uh, thanks to BetLab Sports, but when you look at military academies, Air Force, Navy, Army, they're really, really great spots to sweat in under. Now, the reason for that is because these teams pretty much run the ball every single time. They never throw it. They run it. And when you run it, pretty much every single play, you're going to have long drives. You're going to chew up the clock. It's a huge benefit to the under. Again, if you are driving, pull over to the side of the road. I'm going to tell you something that's going to be crazy. It's going to blow your mind. Since 2005, when service academies go head-to-head, so Army plays Navy, Air Force plays Army, um... Navy plays Air Force, just two two military academies going head to head. The under is 33 and 8. 80% up 23 units. 55% ROI. Just complete and total insanity. Now you only get a couple matches every year, but you do have a match here on the under this weekend, Navy Air Force, and that under is open at 45, still at 45. Good sharp spot there to sweat the under. Little Air Force Navy. Um, another one, Vandy, Mississippi. I was looking uh, looking at this over, open at 58.5. It's been bet up to 60.5. It's going to be a hot game with zero wind, so that's one to keep an eye on. The other crazy one is Western Michigan against Toledo. It's a 330 game. It opened at Toledo minus 4, and it's all the way down to minus 2, minus 1.5. So a really low bet game public doesn't even know about. But I love these big moves and these unknown games because only Sharps are betting this game. So Sharps seem to like Western Michigan there. Uh, so that is a really under-the-radar smart play. And then a couple more to get to. Uh, MTSU, Middle Tennessee State, incredibly low bet game. This opened at Marshall as a 7-point road favorite. It's all the way down to 4, 3.5. So just massive move to MTSU there to Middle Tennessee State. And then how about UTSA against UTEP? A little battle of your uh, your Texas teams. Open at UTSA, a two-point favorite. It's completely flipped now to UTEP, minus one and a half at home. So good sharp action there toward UTEP. The last thing I wanted to end off with, guys, talking about hot overs in college football. It's one of my favorite systems when you're looking at when it's 85 degrees or more and you take the over, the over is 55%, 42 units. 
$100 guys up over four grand sweating this system, literally uh, sweating this system. And my, my girlfriend always goes, it's literally, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I like saying literally. It's just something stupid me and my friends do. It's funny. Um, just trying to work on my British accent. But hot overs, 85 degrees or higher. It's great theory behind it. Again, when you have a betting system, it's not you can overfit anything and make it look good, but you really want a good reason, a good thought process behind it. So when it's 85 degrees or higher, it's pretty simple. The defense gets gassed. They're out there breathing heavy. They're tired. They're sweating. The offense knows where they're going. The defense has to react. They're slower to react. Big benefit to the offense. Benefits the over. So we have, as of right now, one, two, three, four system matches on this hot over. We have Middle Tennessee State Marshall over. It's going to be 85 degrees. Auburn against Florida. That's a big one if you want to sweat the over. 85 degrees. LSU Utah State, 88 degrees that over. SMU Tulsa, 88 degrees that over as well. The other thing you got to look at is if the total stays the same or rises. You know, the key here is that you really want a sign where you're not going against any smart money causing the line to fall. So hot over 85 degrees or higher and the line either stays the same or rises. Beautiful thing here is all of these matches fit. MTSU Marshall, Florida Auburn, LSU Utah State, and SMU Tulsa. All situations where the line either stay the same or went higher. That's because sharps are on it. You're going. You're not going against any smart money. So it's always a good, good situation there. So there you have it. We're getting better, guys. We got our third Vsin Market Insights podcast in the books. Absolute pre- uh, pleasure to host this. And uh, I do believe we're getting some intro music, which is awesome. I think we're close to getting on iTunes and Spotify and Google. Actually signed a really great deal with TuneIn. So shout out to Brian Musburger and Bill Adi. Uh, it's awesome to see VEASAN really, really expand and, and get out there. I think you may even hear a little promo for the VEASAN Market Insights podcast. I, I can't tell you for sure, but hopefully hopefully you'll hear my name or my, uh, my annoying voice every now and again promoting this podcast. But again, number three in the books. What a pleasure it is to work with you guys and, uh, and break down these games with you. This is really the highlight of my day. Hopefully it makes you more informed, better. Um, I don't think I don't expect or want everyone to bet every single game I mention. You know, the goal of this is you take with it what you will. You know, be informed, make your own decision, make the smartest bet you can possibly make. Maybe you're already on something. I mention it, and you feel more confident. Maybe you're completely on the opposite side. It makes you think it through more. Or you know, hey, Josh is the idiot. I'm sweating my play. But the goal here is just I want to give you guys all the best insight, the best tips, the best historical strategies uh, that I can give you, and my goal is to help you win. I love winning a bet, but when I can help other people win, that's what really, really makes me happy, and that is my goal with this podcast. So stay contrarian. Be sharp. I know we'll get to bankroll management. Don't bet parlays. You want to bet them here and there, go for it, but I'm sure we'll do a huge episode on why, why to avoid parlays. But that that's it, guys. So uh, good luck tonight. Go uh, go Tampa Bay Rays. Hope the under hits as well. And it was great talking about these NFL or uh, college football sides. Get ready for uh, for the weekend here. Tomorrow we'll hit on uh, kind of a big day tomorrow. We have two games, Temple, East Carolina, Georgia Southern against South Alabama. We'll hit on that. We'll also talk about big day with a couple different matchups, St. Louis, Atlanta. We're getting uh, – getting the wild card games out of the way and really starting these big series. So MLB playoffs, we got two games tomorrow night. Uh, Michaelis against Dallas Keuchel, St. Louis, Atlanta, and then Washington, L.A. Dodgers. So that's going to be fun. 
Uh, and as always, you can find me on Twitter at Josh underscore insights, follow at VEASAN live. Uh, if you're looking for more tips, betting strategy systems, you can find my book, the everything guide to sports betting on Amazon and at Barnes and Noble. And if there's anything I can ever help you guys with, you can email me directly, josh at vsin.com. Have a great night, everyone. I'll catch you tomorrow for a big Thursday sleep. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.